Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Hungry Brain. Welcome to you, me, them, everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I was just at a county fair. County fairs are very interesting. I find them to be the happiest place on earth, but in reality, they're just the saddest things uh, put outside once a year in small towns. I was at a county fair in Michigan, in the northern part of Michigan, uh, they don't share anything in the northern part of Michigan. Let me explain. They have these things called elephant ears. For our East Coast listeners, uh, it's not what you're thinking. They're, it's fried dough. It's a single piece of fried dough, and it has a topping. Uh, usually that is powdered sugar and or cinnamon. On top of the powdered sugar and or cinnamon is a custard of some sort, a Bavarian cream, a strawberry topping thing, but it's one of those things where it's awesome because there's no actual fruit in any of it. It's just some weird jelly jam. It's brilliant. And a chocolate. Those are your three options. These things cost about $5, and it's enough to feed probably four adults and eight children. I ordered one. My fiance and I split one. We were both full. We were also full because all you can smell is the 4-H people and the 4-H animals everywhere. So you don't really want to consume that much. We were the only two people within a half an hour period that split one of these things. I saw everyone from a six-year-old girl that looked very, very tiny and malnourished to a 60-year-old man who's using a wheelchair for vanity's sake. Uh, when I say for vanity's sake, I mean I saw him use both of his legs, walk around the chair, and then sit back down onto the chair. Same thing happened to me on the way here from uh, the White Sox game. I was uh, waiting for the bus down the street, the 77, some might say. And uh, the man with the polecats, polecats is a very fancy strip club for you guys that don't know. He had a polecats hat on. Uh, Legs that worked in a vanity wheelchair and made me late uh, by one minute to the Starbucks. So I'm very upset. First world problems. Back to the fair. I love the fair. There's all these things going on at the fair. And it's the only thing, the only thing in the world that is more dangerous for your generation than your parents' generation. Let me explain. It's not that the carnies are now worse than the carnies that were around 40 years ago. It's that the Gravitron wasn't around 40 years ago. The spinoff of the Gravitron wasn't around 40 years ago. And the Gravitron is a very interesting thing, and I feel like I should already stop this monologue because I'm thinking about the most recent This American Life, which is all about carnivals, and now I've shot my load. I enjoy the fair. Um, I have one true regret. Uh, when it comes to fairs, and I feel awful about it to this day. When you grow up in the western suburbs or the Jersey of Chicago, you go to the fair to meet the girlfriend that you're going to have that weekend. When I was 12, I met this, this lovely young girl at the fair, and we walked around all Friday night, and we held hands, and I think I hugged her. And then I asked her to be my girlfriend. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend. I went back the next day, and we just did the exact same thing. We walked around, held hands, blah, blah, blah. But I saw the girl I had a crush on forever, and she is currently working as a hairdresser and married to a cop, so I kind of won. She told me she didn't like the girl I was dating with because she thought she was white trash, pot calling the kettle black. So I broke up with a girl the next day, and I feel awful, and I can't find her on Facebook because I have no idea what her name is. And all I want to do is apologize to this delightful woman. And while walking around that fair in Michigan, I saw this happening 15 years later, just the exact same 
awesome thing. The only difference is now the kids have hats with like 30 logos on them, and we just had one logo and wore it to the side, and they have 30 logos and wore it straight, and hopefully by the time they're still on the Gravitron, it's still on their head. That's the summer to me. It's a very weird summer. It's not a bad summer. It's not a good summer. It's just what you do. You go, you ingest things that are really bad for you, and you have these wonderful memories that were actually really awful, and you never actually knew what to do with your body. And it's not much different now, and that's why we're hosting a talk show on a Monday night in a bar, and that's why we drink alcohol. Let's be honest. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just what it is. Merle's the co-host. We're going to do some stories. Thank you so much for coming. We're going to be a lot slower tonight. No music tonight. Feeling the room out tonight. How are you, Merle? You are, you're, even, you're even talking slower. I am. I am talking. With more... I am talking. I don't know if you're really... Um, what is it called when you sound out words? Enunciating? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're not doing that. You're just talking I'm just slower. talking. This is the NPR version of the show. <laughs> that is. Or the X, XRT. Because they don't have music in between, right? They just talk they with just talk nothing slowly. behind them. We're just talking slowly in microphones. <laughs> How are you, Merle? What's going I'm on? Good. Your whole story of uh, being at a carnival. I was. I also went to carnivals when I was in high school. You went to Joliet. You lived in Joliet. Yes, and I remember going to one where my friend almost puked on me. Almost puked. Because we you. were on that. What's the that ride that goes in a circle? But then the. No. Was it I an oval? Was it an oval? Yes, it's yes. oval, and your your thing itself moves. It rotates yeah. as the whole thing rotates. Was your friend uh, fat? Yes. That's the best. You need to do that with a fat friend because you spin around more. Oh, well, she got, she just got really nauseated and puked. But luckily, not as we were spinning. It was as they were trying to balance it out and get us all off. Mm -hmm. So she puked just on herself. And I so she did completely. Puke. No, yeah, she just puked all over herself. And I kind of pushed to the side. I was like, ah. How old were you? Uh, like 16. Yeah, that's a little too old for me to go to the. And it was it was um, Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> it reeked. Wait, how do you know she had Thousand Island dressing? Cause it was it smelled. Oh, you could identify the smell. Yeah, Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> okay, that's a great way to start the show. Yes. We have news stories. Merle and I <laughs> do, do. the shows sometimes on our own, and we talk about the news. What's going They're on? They're very in local stories. Usually, I just hyper local. I guess. What's in the news today, Esmeralda? And they're both related in the sense that I want to do a reality show. You want to do a reality show? In it. Okay, so the first one is about a guy in Naperville. So he, got a, he, he wanted a hamburger. He goes to Portillo's, and it takes him 20-plus minutes to cook the burger or whatever. He gets really angry. He's in the drive-thru, so he goes into the restaurant, gets angry, and starts swearing at them. The manager tells him to leave, and he throws change at him. And then he leaves. Did he get the burger? And then, no. Well, no. Did he get a refund? Not. No. Yeah, he threw the change back. So he just stood there for 20 minutes getting angrier and angrier without yeah, actually saying... Yeah, and then saying... he walked in the restaurant, swore at him, and then threw change at the manager. And then when he, he left, went home, and they arrested him for battery. Oh, my God. Where, which Portillo's was this? It was in Naperville. Really? Um, That's surprising. 950 East Ogden Avenue. Don't go there. That's surprising. They make very slow hamburgers. Portillo's... I think he's a dick. He is definitely a dick, but Portillo's always takes longer than every other fast food because it usually tastes better than every other fast food. Well, he should have known that. And he lives in Naperville, so it's not like he doesn't know. Maybe... He can't blame that. Now I'm interested in why it would possibly take so long. Too bad we can't call him up. I don't want to call him up. <laughs> he would I don't think he deserves a phone. He'd come over here and throw change at us. He'll throw change at the tamale guy. No, but that's quick service. That is quick service. <laughs> you would like that. All right, so the next story I found was about this, these two 
stupid-ass children. They're not even children. They're like 20-year-olds. Merle, stop for one quick second. When haven't you introduced children as stupid-ass? <laughs> have you ever said, these are some intelligent children no. that I would like to have one day in my body and then out of my body? No, thank No. No? That doesn't exist. You, that's not real. Okay, that's fine. How are we here? We're just here. <laughs> Made in tubes. Continue the it story. Does, you can be in a tube or come out a hole. It doesn't matter. You're still a dumb child. Okay, fair enough. On that positive note, what's our yes. story? Now, it's these two adult kids are suing their mother for uh, what is it, bad mothering. How old are the kids? They're 20 and 23. They're not kids. They're dicks. They are definitely dicks. What are their They're names dicks. and addresses? Oh, well, it's Stephen the Second. Stephen the Second? And Catherine. What are their last names? Uh, I believe it's Minor, Catherine. but their parents are separated, so it could either be Minor or Garrity. Catherine with a K or with a C? With a K. Let's look her up on Facebook. They're from Barrington Hills. Where's Barrington Hills? I don't know. It's probably a rich place. Good research. Well, No, because it says they, they lived in a $1.5 million Barrington Hills home. Holy shit. They're and rich. They're, they're suing their parents? Well, no, no, no. They're suing the mother. The dad's their lawyer. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. They're dicks. In a way, he's setting the perfect example of a lawyer. Yeah. Now, they, they give reasons why they're suing her. Okay. And some of them are, uh, she failed to take her daughter to a car show. To a car show? Yeah. I thought those you were optional. You gotta see the latest Corvette, right? Why would you want to go to a car show? Because <laughs> you get that bag of, of guides and paper. It's usually just paper. Why wouldn't you just use the internet? I don't know, because she's terrible. I don't know. I don't know. Catherine uh, what? What's her last name? Well, it could be Minor. M-I-N-E-R. Okay. Or Garrity. But I probably not, because that's the mother's last name, and she's suing or something. You know, you think she wouldn't take the mother's last name. Where does she live now? Because I have about 12 Catherine Miners on Facebook right now. It doesn't now. say, but she's 20. She's 20. Okay. So which one looks probably has a drink in her hand, maybe wearing a belly shirt? It's If you search in Facebook right now, if you're me... Uh, it's the second result. It's these two girls under blue light. They definitely look 20 and one's giving that a thumbs up. That might be her. All right, let's add her as a friend and see what but happens. But also, um, they also, one of the, uh, the other offenses are telling her then seven-year-old son, Stephen II, uh, to buckle his seatbelt or she would contact the police. My parents did that all the time. I thought me. that's what you're supposed to do because you can get arrested if you're not. Uh, driving with a seatbelt or something like that. Well, this kid thought different, so I guess. What you're saying but, is no, this is a very good mother. all the time to me. They would tell me if I didn't behave, they're going to call the cops on did me. Did they ever call the cops on you? <laughs> no. Of course not. Mine did. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was little. How little is little? I was like seven. Okay. And I would throw a tantrum or something. She would tell me that... The, was it a car show? the neighbors are going to call the police, and then they're going to take her away, or they're going to take me away. <laughs> was it a car show-related tantrum? No. That's good. I've never been to the car show. Maybe I, I should see my mom. Yeah, definitely should. Uh, what, oh, the one I hate the most mm -hmm. is um, they cite Exhibit A is the son got this birthday card, and he didn't think it was appropriate. It was a picture of a tomato, and it had... Uh, Spread across a table is a picture of tomatoes spread across a table, and he didn't think it was appropriate enough for a birthday card. I'm just confused right now. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and it didn't have any money in it. So the <laughs> I just, it's like, what? The kid just sounds... Uh, they're dicks. They're definitely dicks. So, okay, so both of these stories, both of those people are dicks. So what I propose is we have a reality show, a la Cheaters... 
Okay. Where we go find these people and just yell things at them. Isn't that the premise of the film Dirty Work? All right, then. Let's, let's do just that. Let's do a real Dirty, dirty work. work. That's a good movie. I wonder how Artie Lang's doing after stabbing himself in the chest a bunch. That's reality. Soak that in. Can you seal up those holes? Uh, yeah, that's why he's in alive and Elliot Smith is not. No, 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 but in the bone? Oh, yeah, definitely. Does that? Do you have to put bone in there to get it What you do up, is or? you smear tomatoes on it, and then you eat portillos, <laughs> and you're all fine. You're sewed up. The portillos that, that is, is the caulking acidity. substance for the, the thing. tomato acidity. Yeah. Heals all. That was good, I thought. How do you want to do some instant analysis on that section on of the show? No? No. We're not going meta? No. All right. Let's just stare at each other in awe. <laughs> no, I don't want to. That's fair enough. You Me, Them, Everybody wants to thank you for listening and also for subscribing to us on iTunes. We can always use the extra support, though, so why don't you say something nice about us on iTunes? Go ahead. Give us a five-star rating. This type of thing helps us out a lot and doesn't cost you a dime. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the show. Let's bring up Psalm. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so... um, Psalm One is a Chicago-based hip-hop artist, and she's been around, uh, I think, when, Psalm's going to actually talk about it, so why don't I just have her up here? Please put your hands together, everybody, for Psalm One, everybody. By the way, it's... I'll tell you how I feel while she walks up here. This I'm intimidated, so it's going to be a very weird interview, and I feel bad for her in advance. And Why would I lie about that? That's you right there. You don't want to hold it in the mic stand. You could just... I am intimidated, and you saying that is making me more intimidated. You're wearing a fedora. Okay. Nice to see you guys. Here's why I'm intimidated. Yes, you're on Rhyme Sayers, and yes, you're critically acclaimed and all that. But you were also is a chemist? Yeah. You were a chemist? Yeah. Why? I told my mom I was going to do it, and I did it. I mean, I'm actually a nerd, and I liked chemistry in school, so in- I actually took it there and being a black girl from the hood you know how much scholarship money is out there for somebody <laughs> like me like i was getting it that was a hustle would you ever sue your mother no would you sue your father well he's deceased so so extra, yes n- extra no but yeah yeah sure okay good that's a good way to start the show <laughs> with talking about dead parents um you know well we talked about thousand island flavored vomit at first so that just opened the door for all kinds would you ever write a song about that Thousand Island flavored vomit? Yes. Yeah, that's the new mixtape. That is depressing, and I apologize <laughs> to you. You definitely are a nerd if that is what you're going for. Uh, this comes out tomorrow, as in the day before the day you're listening to this. So this came out yesterday, podcast listeners. Get in the van, volume three. It's your newest mixtape, correct? Well, yeah, I hate the word mixtape. It's more like Mix- an unofficial album. Well, you you're working on the official follow-up yes. to the Yes, I've been of the working flyer. on that for a long time, but as we've been working on it, I've been... You know, just coming up on songs that I'm really excited about. So why not, you know, let my fans know about these songs and kind of hear the progression? Because I, at this point, if you're not looking at unofficial albums, then there's been a really long gap between. Yeah. Albums. But if you, but if you're a Psalm One fan, then you know I'm working on this music, and I think it's a really fun ride to kind of hear where I'm going with uh-huh. the stuff. So. Why do you hate the term mixtape? Because it's just been sullied, you know. Why? It's, because I feel I feel that mixtapes had a really great place in the hip hop sort of landscape, in maybe ten years ago, but now with everyone doing like the free download and all that, you it's hard to even give away music sometimes, you yeah. know. So I think that when you say, "Oh, it's a new mixtape," 
people are like, oh, great, you know, yeah. whatever. You know? But you aren't the normal mixtape artist. I, I would have, I would I would hope to not be a yeah. mixtape artist. Well, but you're, you're releasing. Yeah, but I'm releasing these mixtapes. Yeah, and they're not <laughs> bad. No, I I think they're pretty good actually. I like them. I like them a lot. Does it actually help the writing of the album, or does it just get in the yeah, way? Yeah, it, it get because sometimes I stumble onto things that are just really great, mm-hmm. but may not fit the album. Okay. So like we we get these gems. Like there's a bunch of gems on there. There's a song with Dell that was originally supposed to be on the album, but I wasn't able to get all the multi tracks and stuff like that. And, you know what I mean? So we just decided to bump it up in the studio and put it out now. Where'd so. you do it at? Where did I do Where'd you record it? Uh I record out in uh Forest Park, but I mix Really? Yeah, but I mix uh here in uh near Wrigleyville. So why where in Forest Park? Where in Forest yeah. Park? Right off of like um Elgin and Roosevelt, like right off two ninety. Does My I'm buddy. assuming that provides zero inspiration for any of your music. Because that is not the most beautiful area. It's you know, I actually used to live out in Oak Park, so I, yeah? I have a yeah. I, I did too. When I was a chemist, I lived in Oak Park, so I was doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean, young professional. It was, it was. I was doing it. Would you there. ever go back to that? No. Why? Um, the money was really good, but I just wasn't really happy at all. Really? And the moonlighting, I just wasn't getting much sleep. So that bums me out. What? That you don't want to be a chemist anymore. No, I'm not I saying mean, you shouldn't I, do this. It's no, I'm not saying that I would never go back to the lab because I really do enjoy that. Okay. But for me, it's kind of all or nothing. When I was a chemist and I was doing rap on the side, it like uh, it was just stressful for me because I would go in the lab and have a lot of things to do. I was working for – it was basically a subsidiary of the FDA, mm-hmm. and we were testing food products and nutritional facts. And if I came into work stumbling, stinking of booze – Somebody might get sick or something. The Speaking next day. of stumbling, stinking of booze, what are you drinking right now? Uh, that's a screwdriver. Why screwdriver? Um, I was in an orange juice and vodka mood tonight. Fair enough, fair enough. What's your drink of choice? Vodka tonic. Why vodka? Is that how you maintain your Because I used to date a Russian. Because you used to date a Russian. Yeah. No, Why no, would no, you no, do actually, that? I think, I think vodka is really cool because um, as a, just as a chemical, it's really able to, to change to what? change. It's oomph, you know, by the distillery processes. And also, you can mix it with pretty much anything. And if it's really good vodka, you can't taste it. But isn't the point to not have to mix it? Yeah, sometimes. I'm not really into drinking vodka straight, though. We don't have to talk about this if you feel uncomfortable. No, I'm good. You have a show on Friday at the hideout. I do. You you, You should come Friday, hideout. If you come and pay money, you get the mixtape for free. Air quotes. So... It's it's just me, so it's one rapper and then the rest DJs. So you only have to deal with one rapper, and that's me. And I'm interesting, so it's cool. And then we can dance. How often do you want to be on tour? I'd like to be on tour um, most, like probably half the year. That, that that's much. ideal. That's ideal for me. Where are you living now? I'm, I'm in a- Edgewater right now. Okay, so why would you live in Chicago if you are touring six months of the year? Well, I wasn't really living anywhere. If, okay. I was, if I'm touring six months out of the year, I usually don't have a lease anywhere. It. And it's easier for me in Chicago because my family lives here. Yeah. So I can just take a bunch of stuff to my mom's and say, hey, could you hold on to this? That's nice. You know, while I, while I tell my landlord to shove it. You know? is, is, so you don't want to give money to a man just because. I understand. Uh, wh- <laughs> well, let's think of 90% of the people in here are living in apartments, and we're all making very sure. bad decisions by doing so. Um. 
I mean, if you can get a house right now, then exactly. go ahead and get it. But I need to I mean, figure that's out, a lot of headache. To, I need to know, figure out how to headache. scam the system 10 years ago. I'd love it. So you need a time machine. I need a time machine. I need a TARDIS, and I'll be fine. And if I have a TARDIS, yeah, all I'm doing is buying cheap real estate. I mean, if you find a bunch of that, I'll come and visit, and we'll, <laughs> we'll go put to the, the pieces together. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Chicago good for what you do? Chicago is good for, for my inspiration, and I think the talent here is just unparalleled anywhere. I've, I've been a lot of places and worked. I've worked in the Bay. I've, I've done work out in Europe and stuff, and... I feel like here is just really good inspiration because you can find it pretty much everywhere. I'd agree, but it seems like all of the articles about you mentioned that you're from Chicago and that you should have more critical acclaim and more sure. fans, et cetera. And because you're in Chicago, you're not getting that. Okay. That's Do, one way to look at it. No, no. I'm, it's not a knock on you. It's a knock on the perception no, of no, this I, city. I completely understand. I feel – but there's not that much industry here. There's no real exactly. labels here. So as far as the inspiration and the creativity, I do – prefer to be here for that part of it now when it comes time to like get things done my my publicist is here biz three is here so i can get a lot of stuff done on the but, journalistic side but, but to be fair biz three is not the norm biz three no, has artists not. mostly not from chicago it's true you're absolutely so right. if they're mostly representing new york and lax should you be in new york or la i'm uh, not telling you to move don't move no i'd rather not move you know my family i have family in new york i, I go out to new york and work mm-hmm. and then i come back you know i go out to new york and work for a week and i come back here and i'm like man i got so much work done you yeah know? and but, it's cheaper uh, it's cheaper to live there now? No, here. Oh, here, for sure. Yeah. 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 But um, I, I basically, I, I don't know. I love Chicago. It's my home. I wouldn't really like to live anywhere else. I did live in the Bay for a while. I lived in San Francisco. How was that? It was cool, but I ended up doing a lot of dubstep. Is that good or bad? I think it's good because I was able to sort of expand what I do as far as like taking it from a hip-hop aspect to learning how to let music breathe and learn how to let the producer kind of do his thing and come back on the rapper ego. Okay. And it was a lot of fun sort of hosting these parties where the kids were dancing and not sort of standing mean mugging and trying to figure out battle lines to come back at you. <laughs> Speaking with. of battle line, didn't you win Scribble Jam? Uh, no, I didn't win. I was just in a really important battle <laughs> with I, that I lost. But it was cool, though. Yeah, but just say you won. No, I won. I, I won because actually... I had an album coming out that year, and I had like a lot of respect from a lot of rappers who saw behind the scenes what happened. So if you look at just the DVD, you kind of get one perspective, but the people who were behind the scenes, which was people that I like respected forever, it was just, and it was an amazing experience because for me, I'm not a battle rapper. Yeah. But I came from the school of, well, you got to get in there and battle at some point just so people know that you got a couple, you know, rah rah lines in you. And that's kind of where I came from. And that's it. why I'm intimidated by you. <laughs> no, we're not going to battle, though. No, I will lose. <laughs> I've already given you whatever it takes to Are you to writing not... down lines now? I saw you like. Well, I'm just thinking, well, because you've been talking about how you were inspired by Dubstep when you lived in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So, who's your ideal producer? Who do you want to work with that's currently alive? Currently alive. I used to want to work with Timbaland, but his work late, as of late has... You didn't love that Chris Cornell Timbaland album that all no, the kids I did loved? No, nah, I didn't you love that. You actually listened to that entire yeah, album? Why like did you Chris, do that? I like Chris Cornell and I like Timbaland, so I figured, eh, 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 it didn't work. No, it was the worst. Nah, but I mean, I like, um, I actually had the opportunity of meeting... Uh, DJ Premier okay. not too long ago, and he knew who I was and all that, so it was like a crazy hip-hop moment. Who have you met that hasn't known who you are? 
I met Lupe, which was interesting, and he tried to pretend. I think he was pretending, though. I think he was just being a cool guy. I got guy. a lot of problems with... You say he was trying to be... He was just being a cokehead? Uh, no, no. A cool guy. A cool you guy. You know what would make him a, a cool lot cooler? Guy. Being a cokehead. Uh, yeah. I don't like... Here's my problem. I'm yeah. going to get in trouble. Lupe's a devout Muslim. Is that correct? I don't know how devout he is, but I do know that he is... Not a what? fan of that. I'm in the dive bar on a Monday night. Let's have no God and everything and treat women equally. How about that? No, that, that treating women equally, that can't, that can't ride. See, I'm better than Lupe. <laughs> Ideal tour. Lupe Fiasco, obviously. Yeah. Who else is on that tour? Um, and Chris Cornell. Not Soundgarden, though. Just Chris Cornell. Nicki Minaj. Really? Oh, yeah, Did man. you see the VMAs last night? No. Neither did I. No, I actually didn't. Uh, did you see her dress? Yeah, you know what? I think she looked better on the carpet than she did actually at the actual show because she, she looked kind of like a train wreck yes. on stage, but like on the carpet, she had like this train wrecky sort of mask on, and it brought everything together like a bad rug in the middle of a bad room. Would you ever lie about your age like she did? Pardon? She lied about her age, and it came out like she's only four years older. I don't understand. Yeah, she's why like it's a thir- big maybe thirty three. Maybe she's yeah, like and Jesus she said age. she was like twenty seven. Nah, Is that she's, right? Yeah, she's. Why? Why would you do that? Not I mean, you, it's obviously. It's a youth culture. It's a youth culture, so you know people are afraid of aging and all that. But it's kind of like I, I feel like hip hop is in the prime position to become a little bit more mature and to, you know make songs for people who well, the most, may have a little bit more responsibility than just fucking hoes. You know, the most recent number one hip hop album is by a guy that's like forty five and a guy that's like thirty five. I don't think the youth really matters in that, unless you're a Canadian child star like but Drake. The, but but you're trying though. The thing is, the attempt to try to appeal to you know, when you have the 13-year-old fan, when you have the 13-year-old fans, that's when you're rich. Really? You know? Yeah, because they're coming to your shows and they're... I would disagree. Um, why? I, th- I think the, 30 f- the people that have 35-year-old fans are really the ones gonna, that are going to rake it in. Because the Odd Futures are going to have people gate crashing and just stealing sure, the album. they're not buying albums. Exactly. And they're those not. are the 13-year-olds right now. But they can sell out shows where sometimes I feel... Sometimes I feel that if you haven't already established that fan base mm-hmm. and your fan base is older, they're not coming out. Then they're like, nah, I'm not, I'm not coming to that Are show you worried with those about kids. That? Are you worried about your age and stuff like that? Nah, I try not to worry about it because I feel like I'm interesting enough to try to appeal to just some thinkers. And, you know, yeah. I try to and I try to um, I, I try to agree to do things that uh, just a sort of more thought provoking. So I don't worry about who's going to come out and who's going to support. I feel like I've gotten some pretty good looks and I'm able to sustain it. And maybe one day I'll bling bling out. Maybe one day I won't, but I'm having fun, you know. If you – I can't top what you just said. <laughs> I feel very stupid right now. No, no. Well, I do. You can't change how I feel. Wouldn't no, it be I great can't. if you could? That would be awesome. You were a chemist. Yeah, I can change a, how you feel in a certain way. Yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah, right. I got to take drugs. I gotta, any drugs. Anything you recommend. What could I take to be a better host? <laughs> Ideal drugs. Well, did you see that movie Unstoppable with, um, what's his name from The Hangover? You mean Limitless? Yeah, Limitless. Yeah. 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 That stuff? Yeah. No, no. No, no, not that stuff. That stuff, ideally, yes, but that's just a eh, movie. A lot of great ideas. No, not, no not, the movie was not that great, but no. the idea, the idea oh, yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, very good editing, like uh, right in the middle, but... No. Yeah, no. No. Or Clarity from that Minority Report movie with Tom Cruise. That didn't end well. 
No, it didn't. <laughs> for anyone involved. So there is no wonder drug. It no. used to be cocaine, but you see where they got us. Here's the thing. Here's my new premise uh, for drugs in this decade. Painkillers is the only great equalizer left. It's okay. the only drug that will kill you if you're poor or you're rich and you never know really how to level them out. Two uh, very, very important musicians that were located roughly 50 miles apart died in the same week. One was Michael Jackson from Gary, Indiana. One was Jay Bennett in Chicago. They both died of painkillers. One had all the money. One had, was broke. That is the one thing left that gives me a shot of ever becoming a late-night television host. <laughs> if all these guys take the right amount of painkillers, and by that I mean die, I might have a chance okay. to be on the television. Well, let's keep up hope. See, that's a good positive message. Everyone else dies so I can get a TV <laughs> do, show. Do more drugs so he can win. Yay! Okay, um, we're going to plug this, but before that, we're going to ask one final question. This is from the book of questions, Love and Sex by Gregory Stock, Exciting. PhD. This is an awful book, <laughs> but you're going to pick a number, and I'm going to ask you a question from this book. Keep in mind that if you feel uncomfortable, you can lie, okay? okay. So I need you to pick a number between 13 and 228. Uh, 33. Why 33? Because that's Jesus' age. That's the age Jesus started really getting it in, you know what I mean? I think if he was really getting it in, he would have had a lot longer and happier life. 33. That yeah. seemed like a genuine laugh from you. Thanks for taking the mic away from your mouth, so it just sounded awkward on the podcast. Sorry. No, no problem. If you wanted to have sex and your partner didn't, would you rather have your partner rebuff your advances or go through the motions for your benefit? Uh, the latter. Really? I'm not a selfish lover, but sometimes I can get a little anxious. Really? Mm-hmm. We're because different I, people. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a sort of a deal maker, you know? If you didn't want to do it, you know, I'll make, you, I'll make a deal with you. You feel me? That sounds illegal. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you're out. You're the the mixtape comes out tomorrow. But more importantly, the follow up mm-hmm. to the death of the frequent flyer mile. To the flyer mile. The yeah, frequent flyer. Yeah, my sorry. Flyer, frequent flyer miles are all messed. Up. <laughs> when is that coming out? Do you have a tentative it, I'm date? I'm mixing now. So oh, really? I mean, it's going to be next year. That's awesome. Uh, I'm I'm shooting for spring. Will it be followed with a tour and all that yeah, good stuff? Yeah. Would that. you do warp tour again? No, I did not do Warped Tour this year. Would you do it again? No. Good call. <laughs> That's your 13-year-old no, fan base. No, I'm good. You're saying no to the malls and the hot topics. I did it. I did it. I know what it's like. It's all good. Yeah, it's like uh, being in a frat or something. A very young frat. Yeah, it is. Pretty uh, hot. I'm engaged to a woman, not a teen. Don't worry. Okay, that's Wouldn't cool. it be great if it was a teen? I'm engaged to a teen. 19? No. You guess the age, and I'll just say no to all of them. 12. That's not a teen. 13 it is. <laughs> Friday at the hideout, anything else coming nationwide? Friday at the hideout. And I'm going to be in Minneapolis on September 24th. And people can find this where online? Psalm1.bandcamp.com. Uh, Psalm1.bandcamp.com. Psalm1, everybody, please put your hands together Thanks, for Psalm guys. One. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I'm butting in to let you know that I wrote a weekly column for this website called Brightest Young Things. The name of the column is called Behind the Desk, and it's pretty much whatever is applicable to this talk show or talk shows in general, things that I find fascinating. It goes up once a week at brightestyoungthings.com, and you can find every column at youmethemeverybody.com. So if you haven't been to the website in a while, that's an excuse to go. Once again, it's called Behind the Desk. It's a weekly column I write, and I'd really appreciate it if you uh, gave it a glance. Thanks for listening, and back to the show.
Ladies and gentlemen, this next group will be doing something that I cannot possibly explain because I have no idea what they are about to do. They are one of my favorites, and you can find them around Chicago most every night. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Think Tank, everybody. Think Tank. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that. How's how's it going, everybody? Hey. 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 How you do, how, how you doing, everybody? Um, my name's Lewis. I'm Gary. We just took the metro in from Lombard. We just uh, took a took a pretty smooth metro ride in from Lombard. It was a pretty smooth it's metro. Pretty smooth ride. ride. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Good, pretty good ride. Yeah. We got one was sitting across from me, so I just went ahead and put my feet up. Oh, yeah. that's a pretty good a metro pretty good ride. Yeah. We got any um any Lombardies out there? Yeah. Any uh any fellow Lombardies? Any fellow Lombardies? Anyone from Lombard? Any from from Lombard? I'll tell you what. If anyone's from yeah. Lombard, why don't you just go ahead and do the Lombard limp with us on three? Yeah. One, one, two, three. three. Oh, All right. Yeah. Thanks for joining in. Yeah. All right. Did everyone have a pretty good weekend? Yeah, it's Monday night, you know. Monday night, yeah. yeah. You guys have a pretty good weekend. Good weekend just passed. Yeah. Anybody do anything fun? Yeah, anything, yeah. anything pretty good? Yeah. I had a pretty good weekend. Did you get it? Yeah, it was yeah, a pretty yeah, good weekend yeah. for Lombard. Yeah, yeah I had a pretty yeah. good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what sorts of things did you do, Louis? Uh, I got a new mailman. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I haven't met him yet. Oh. But, I don't know, it was a pretty good weekend for yeah. Lombard. Yeah, that's a pretty good weekend, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend too, oh, you know. Yeah. 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 I went grocery shopping. Oh. Yeah, I got one of them squeaky carts. Oh. Just switched it. Oh. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good, good weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good weekend. It was a pretty good weekend. Me and the wife finally uh pulled the trigger. Oh yeah? Yeah. Got flood insurance. Ooh. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, it was a pretty good weekend for Lombard. Yeah, Not yeah. Bad. It was a pretty good know. weekend, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I had a pretty good weekend too, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. My daughter's got some of that chalk you draw on the driveway with. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just washed it off. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good weekend. Good weekend. Yeah. yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. I tried to uh, throw one of those block parties they throw in the city. Mm, yeah. yeah, it was mostly just me walking around in a Hawaiian t-shirt knocking on my neighbor's doors. Mm. They had prior obligations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pr- That's a pretty, pretty good weekend, good weekend then, yeah. though, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. Uh, I watched yeah. season four of Home Improvement oh, on DVD. Yeah. yeah. You want to see an impression? Yeah. Oh, Wilson. Hey, neighbor. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's a pretty good impression. Yeah, thanks. It was a yeah. pretty good weekend. I got up on the roof and cleaned out the gutters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you ever just get to the edge of your roof and you're standing there? Yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good weekend. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was a good. pretty good weekend. I went through my high school yearbook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, circled who's dead. Oh. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good, good weekend. weekend yeah. yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I just put on my varsity jacket and bullied my wife. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. pretty standard for Lombard. Yeah, pretty standard weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I drove out to the local tavern on Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah Applebee's. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Had about 17 mudslides. Oh, yeah. that's a pretty, pretty good, good weekend. weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty good weekend. I went roller skating. Oh, yeah? No, well, I watched a rollerblader. Oh. So, 
Yeah. Not quite the same, but yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. a pretty good weekend. I drove out to the uh, strip club. Oh. Yeah. I didn't go in there. No. I just sat in the PT Cruiser in the lot and drank vodka. Oh, yeah. Masturbated, Masturbated a little bit. Yeah, yeah I did. I did. A pretty good pretty weekend. Good weekend yeah. yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I buried my dog. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he wasn't sick, but I had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 It was a pretty good weekend. I borrowed some of the neighbor's gasoline. Oh. Puffed it. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty, pretty good, good weekend. weekend. Yeah. I uh, was walking out in the forest and I found this little girl. Oh, um, yeah. Finders, finders keepers, keepers, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it was a, was a pretty good, good weekend. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I also borrowed the neighbor's wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good weekend. Yeah, probably going to get a pretty good divorce. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, the fall's coming, so I've been keeping coal in the basement in case it gets cold. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Coal's the neighbor's boy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, it's <laughs> yeah. a pretty good weekend. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I uh, yeah. tried to teach my daughter how to catch a fish. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just dropped her aquarium out the window. Oh, yeah. She's Who's learning. Yeah. She'll get there. I was supposed to teach my niece how to swim. Mm. Yeah, I just stood knee deep in the river crying while she sat ashore playing with my smartphone. Mm. Yeah, mm. not quite the same. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I yeah. woke up in the neighbor's pool again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still some vodka left, though, so mm. I drank that and got on the swings. Yeah, I got a promotion. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the hookers call me Jonathan now. Ooh. Yeah, so... I don't know, it was a pretty oh, good weekend pretty overall, good weekend. Yeah. all things being equal in Lombard. Yeah, no, that's definitely a pretty good weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I'm getting ready for the fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I can make it look like my wife just fell out the window. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a pretty good weekend. I just yeah. made a thong out of licorice and let my kittens nibble me bare. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty average. Yeah, yeah. pretty normal weekend overall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I went to church yesterday for the oh, yeah. first time in about seven years. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't let me in, though. No, uh. I just wouldn't get rid of my mudslides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. it was a pretty good weekend. I started making preparations for my 40th birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I bought a handgun and a handle full of gin. Ooh. Yeah, yep. so... That spells be 40. Pretty good yeah. weekend overall. Yeah, I was kind of sad because I really did want to get into church yesterday. Oh, yeah. Everyone was lighting candles for the seventh anniversary of my dead son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, so it goes, you know. Rules yeah. are rules. That's a pretty good weekend. I wanted to tell my living daughter how much I love her. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I just couldn't stop yelling. Mm, yeah. It's hard with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. I brought my daughter to the park. Oh, yeah. yeah. She went on the swings, went on the slide. Yeah. I drank mudslides. Yeah. Um, hey, they haven't found that missing girl yet, have no, they? No, thank God. Yeah, pretty good weekend. Pretty good weekend overall. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, well, I hope you guys have a pretty hope good week. You guys have week a pretty good weekend. Day. A pretty good week coming up. Yeah, yeah, if you're out in Lombard, just give us a limp. Yeah, just come on over and give us a limp. Yeah, we know all the great great spots if you ever want to hang out. Applebee's, yeah. Ruby Tuesdays, mm, yep. Olive Garden, TGI Fridays. Yeah, every day's Friday there. Yep. <laughs> steak and shake. You oh, can have steak yeah. and a shake. Mm, I love it when they shake. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a Jewel Osco. Yeah. 
Um, is the ground round still there? No, there's not a ground round no, anymore. No. There used to be a ground round. Those were the, the Those heydays were the in Lombard. Days. Yep. Oh, That's where when you had a really good weekend. Yeah. Those are some weekends past. Mm. All right, everybody. Yeah, I'm Lewis. I'm Gary. And uh, have a pretty good have weekday, pretty good guys. Week, All right. Thank yeah. you. Hey. Lewis and Gary, everybody. Thank you, man. Sit down, gentlemen. So, Lewis and Gary. Yeah. Oh, hi. Why, why Lombard? Um, it is a fantastic place to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides Enchanted Castle, what drew you to Lombard? Two main things for me. Okay. Um, really reasonable property taxes, and there's a marsh. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Yeah, in case you need to bury any old yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for me, it's basically um, I was born there. And um, every time I tried to leave, I just ended up back there, mm. usually, like, in the neighbor's yard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Where do you guys like to go grocery shopping? Gary? Um, I like Meyer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a Dominic's guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because there's this just wonderful little Latina girl who works <laughs> yes, the checkout. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's yeah. got the cutest braids. Yes. Just a lot of joy in her eyes. So you're, so you're a fan of ethnic women. I am. Yes. Yeah. Are there a lot of ethnic women in uh, uh, Lombard? Mm, no, no. It's kind of like a challenge, though, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a Where's Waldo. Yeah. Um, and th- and they're at Dominic's. Yeah, yeah. but Where's uh, yeah, Waldenita? Okay. Yeah. yeah, or Juanita. Usually at Dominic's. Usually at Dominic's. Uh, Lewis, you said you were uh, mm-hmm. wearing your varsity jacket over the weekend. Mm, yes. Did you play a lot of sports in high school? No. Okay. No, but if you paid $100, you could get a varsity jacket. Yeah. Uh, Gary, yes. do you have a varsity jacket? Um, I do not. I sold mine for $90. <laughs> I think that was a very good decision, sir. Yeah. Sorry, I have a bit does of your, a cold. Does your varsity jacket still fit you? Um, it's a little tight yeah. around the midsection. Okay. Um, also, I've been bulking up, as you may have noticed, so the arms are a bit tight, too. You seem very strong yeah. right now. I'm very strong, yes. That's good. It's mostly my rage. You've got great tone. Yes. I'm okay. much stronger when I'm angry. Uh, uh, Gary, you seem to be a fan of mudslides. I, mm. I do like them. Um, there's a few reasons why I like them. Um, mm. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they have a lot of sugar. Are you worried about becoming a diabetic, having 17 mudslides on a nightly basis? Well, you know, uh, God once told me, um, if you've got worries, then you're not doing it right, Gary. Mm. The other thing is, no matter if you get diabetes or not, at least in Lombard, we don't get real mudslides, so we're not going to die like poor South Americans. That's true. So it's just the name of a drink. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I can get medicine. I have a really good PPO plan. That's through my like, work. I know that as strong as the mudslides I get are, they're not as strong as the deadly ones. <laughs> Where do you gentlemen like to shop? Uh, it seems you're not necessarily matching, uh, but you seem to have a, a theme going on. To the to the listener at home, how would you uh, describe oh, okay. well, your outfit? I didn't even really notice that. <laughs> no, actually. what a coincidence. I typically um, like to wear leather shoes, khakis, and a blue button-down shirt because I think it just screams business professional. What about yeah. you, Gary? Well, I um, uh, normally like to wear like a blue button-down mm-hmm. um, 
khakis mm-hmm. and like leather shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that uh, it's it get y- it, you get away with it at work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You it's get away with it at home. Where do you guys yeah. work? And then um, I sell plastic bits. <laughs> oh, okay. How did yeah. so? You, have you been interested in plastic bits for a long time? Yeah, pretty much all my life. That's nice. <laughs> what about you, Lewis? Yeah. Are you into plastic bits? I was, but I recently lost my job. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It was my fault. I took a hit of acid and spent six hours in the men's room thinking I was pooping a ghost. <laughs> it was just poop. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Did you use any of the uh, instant hand sanitizer, or did you go for the regular soap? Because it seems like if you're in there for six hours, you might want to go for the strongest possible hand sanitizer. Well, like I said, I shop at Dominic, so I usually just carry around a gallon tub of soap with me. That's good. Yeah. 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 You never know when you need a lot of soap. Yeah. Life gets dirty. I really appreciate you guys trekking all the way out and taking the Metro. I'm I'm sure it's going to be a long way back. Hopefully you can make your 1230 train. It is the last one out for the evening. Yeah, sometimes you don't make it. Sometimes you just sleep under a trestle. Yeah, sometimes... Sometimes God gives you trestles. And sometimes do you do you like visiting Chicago every once in a while? I do. I, I do. do. Yeah, what do you like is. about it? Why not live here? What's uh, what's so good about Lombard that Chicago doesn't have? There's a couple things about Lombard. I like walking around the Loop because I see a lot of people dressed like me. Yeah. Um, it's very popular. But if you leave the Loop... It gets very terrifying. Have you been in this neighborhood before? No, I'm kind of no, terrified. No, this is the first time ever. Oh, okay. This, well, yeah. Frankly, this bar is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't see anyone in a blue button down. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have any mudslides. Are, are you guys able to drink? Is there anything on our I'm, drink list? That's I do you have pretty much grain, vodka. grain alcohol, yeah. gasoline. I drink a lot of vodka. And yeah, if anyone has a car, do you guys <laughs> drive in the city? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I... Pr- I Carry a plastic hose with me wherever. <laughs> oh, I good. That's a so, that's a good tool to have. Yeah. Um, so I can siphon. You guys seem to be yeah. happily married for for seemingly forever. Well, happy um, happy is a strange ha- happy word. Happy neighbors. Happy neighbors. We're happily neighbored. Oh no no mm-hmm. not you. I'm not saying you're true. Oh, right. No yes, no. Yes, I, yes. I would never. Yes. I would no. never assume men from Lombard we're, could ever love another man. No, right. No, we couldn't. No, but I no. would never assume that we're happily married to women either. Yeah. What can I do that I'm slightly happier than you? In my future marriage, uh, I don't have my varsity jacket anymore, well, and I don't like mudslides. So, how can I remedy these things? What, what pieces of advice do you have for someone I have like me? Three pieces of advice. Um, are you dead inside? No, I, I hope not. You're a step ahead of me. Okay. Um, don't marry the first woman that ever talks to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what you guys did? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, yeah. It was the first woman that touched me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just uh, her hands were really dirty, and I kind of liked it at the time. I walked into my wife changing the other night. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gross butt. Oh, really? It looks like she's been sitting on a gravel road. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's so avoid gross. those. Go for a firm so derriere. Not gross butt. Mm-hmm. Alive inside. Mm-hmm. Any other tidbits? Um, my wife has turned more of into kind of like a money blender. Okay. Like uh like if you put money inside of a blender to Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your wife seems very wasteful. <laughs> she, yeah, she's waste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, 
On that note, I'm going to ask you gentlemen a question from the book of sure. questions, Love oh, and Stack, you. by oh, yeah, Gregory Stack, PhD. Oh, Someone I think you probably have a lot in common with. Uh, mm. So I need you to pick a number between 13 and 228. We'll do the same question if that's okay. Gary, for I'll yeah. leave um, this one up to you. Okay, uh, 91. 91. Why 91? Big fan of the uh, worm. Great, great year in my life. Mm. What happened uh, in 1991? Uh, it was uh, junior in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, had a lot of great fun with my neighbor Teddy. Mm. Um, we would go down to the local uh, ground round back mm. when it was around. Yeah. Um, so uh, it was really about the ground round. Gary yeah. made up a song about the ground round. Yeah, I did. Um, it, it was. Uh, it goes like this. Ground round, pay what, what you weigh, and, and after, after dinner, dinner have a baseball helmet Sunday. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah, but we would just smoke dope and do lines in the back parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Th- those do seem like a l- good days. Yeah. yeah. Here's question ninety-one. Okay. In selecting a life partner, do you think it is more important to follow your heart or your head? Would you ever let yourself fall in love with someone who wasn't at all like the image of the person you would hope to find? Well, oh boy. Well, uh, I I'm think I failed that question already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do you over? Would you do it differently? Yeah, I would do it differently. I think. Um, I think I would probably um, try to move to Hollywood. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Bright just, lights. Yeah, and just go for uh really just try to make myself up and be the man that I that I probably could have been. Yeah. I wouldn't get quite as adventurous, but I would move somewhere more glamorous, like maybe like Willow, Willow Brook or Willow Naperville. Brook. Yeah. 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 Willow Brook or Naperville and yeah. just It's a pretty great place. Yeah, I should rein in my sights a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Glenview. So even yeah. in your uh, highest dreams and your hypothetical dreams, you should rail it in and maybe live in Glendale. Yeah. yeah. It's a Glendale. good message for the kids at home. Yeah. yeah. Shoot yeah. for Glendale, settle for Lombard. Yeah. It's a pretty good If you've good, got to, there's model. always Joliet. Yeah. Lewis and Gary, where can people find you next? Well, actually, um, they can keep their eyes peeled on a website that's coming out this fall called MisguidedTV.com. MisguidedTV.com. Mm-hmm. Everything it's is spelled uh, correctly, not funnily. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, spelled correctly. There's Fantastic. a local comedy group named Think Tank that's... Um, Making shooting a TV pilot, and it's going to be webisodes this yeah. fall. And yeah. I'm so a big fan of Think Tape, and I can't believe that you guys would even know who they are, considering who you are. Well, you know, the yeah. Lombard isn't Mars. Yeah. <laughs> is that we, the motto of Lombard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's, it's written on the water. Tank. Come to Lord Lombard, it's, it's not Mars. Before yeah. I, I leave these gentlemen, uh, let mm-hmm. them leave me, I, I just want to uh, interject with a small uh, info about Lombard. I used to play Pop Warner football in Lombard because oh. uh, the town I lived in didn't have football, so we'd have to drive 20 miles west because they're very dumb. There's a cemetery in Lombard mm. that's on a hill, yeah, mm. no, yeah, yeah, and they keep burying people there because all the people on the hill slide into Roosevelt Road yeah. so they don't have to worry about burying people on top of people because the ground is collapsing on itself slowly. That's, oh. Yeah, that's Lombard. It's not well, a joke. Next time, I take, next time I take acid, I'll know where to find the ghosts. Just, if you're going to Enchanted Castle, which is the only reason to go to Lombard, and you're taking Roosevelt Road, you will see it. It's very clear. There's a stoplight there. It's about the size of this bar, yet they have over 300 people buried there. It doesn't make any sense, and that's why. So 
On that but, note, misguidedtv.com. Um, yeah. And uh, go check out Think Tank. I think they're absolutely fantastic. Anna's coming up next. Uh, please put your hands together for Lewis and Gary, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to You, Me, Them, Everybody. It would be awfully kind of you to consider donating to keep this show alive. But we understand that money may be tight right now. So if you can't donate, please sign up on our mailing list. We promise it's not too annoying. Thanks for listening. And now back to the show. is the listener listening to who are you my name is anna solties anna you've played here before you're about to play this show yes i've played here a couple times before thanks for doing it well thanks for having me what can i do to be better in life go (laughs) this is about me tonight uh maybe stop talking for a week stop talking for a week think for a week think for how is that possibly going to help me i will die well Fair. So you're telling you're advocating my death? Is no, what absolutely not. I think you're doing great. You know, I just feel sometimes, you know, I'm not fishing for sh- compliments. Shitting, or shutting down for a week is or shitting for a week. Shitting for <laughs> a week. You and Gary have a lot in common. You're drinking delirium tremens tonight. I am drinking Lafay. Lafay Blanc. Yes. Do you like the wheat beer? The I lighter love beer. The wheat beer. Why yeah. is that? Um, what about the wheat beer does it for you? When I was in high school, I was a, uh, I worked at a. At a restaurant, and I discovered Blue Moon. And where where were you in high school? I was in Evanston, and I worked at Leona's. Okay, Leona's is a chain that's actually, I think, in Lombard. <laughs> this show is eating itself. I think um, I'm moving to Lombard after this show. Actually. It's a I'm great place. Yeah, it's just excited. a fantastic place. So you were drunk at 16 in Leona's. Absolutely. And uh, tell me, you were not dating older men. I was not dating older men. No. Are you sure? No. Everyone I know that worked in Leona's in Oak Park was dating an older man. It didn't end well. I think one of them got pregnant. I did not get pregnant. Good job. Thank you. What words of advice do you have for the kid thinking about getting pregnant? Yay or nay? Where do you stand on the issues? Um, Nay, absolutely. Fantastic call. How would you describe your music for the people that are too lazy to listen to the next five minutes of the podcast? Uh, Folk rock. um, I write kind of in a blues, blues sensibility. And you're not from the States? I'm not. I was born in Poland, grew up in France, and uh, live here. Why here? Why did you stay? Uh, my mom moved here when she was, you know, she was a young artist, mm-hmm. had me really young. So she's got to be happy with your decision to play music. Uh, yeah, sometimes. You know, she's happy. She likes it. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I run a nonprofit during the day. I work with young kids doing art. So. so you're helping the world in one way, and you're helping yourself in one, and all overall you're, you're making a good stamp on the world, unlike uh, Gary and Lewis. <laughs> uh, yes, I guess. It's nice. It's an, I'm not, it wasn't a joke. It's, it's a very yeah. nice thing. You yeah. have a very nice life. I do. I've, I feel blessed. Absolutely. So, so the, the key to success is don't be born here and get drunk at 16 in Leona's, and you one day will be able to play music. Yes, and yeah, every once in a while I'll just shut down for a while and think. I don't like any of that thinking. <laughs> Let's end this interview with a question from the Book of Questions, Love and Staxed. Staxed? Staxed. Are you insulting American culture? Polish <laughs> woman? Gregory Stock, PhD. Pick a number between 13 and 228. 55. Why 55? Lucky numbers, I don't know. That's your lucky number? Five. No, the number five. And, okay. And, you know. We don't One, five, two, five, three fives. It was taken. Yeah, I said, we rip them out. We retire the book. The 
old book, the cover's right there, the kids' book of questions. We've graduated to love and sex. This guy's awful. These are the worst. 55. Has your parents' relationship influenced you as a healthy model to imitate or an unhealthy one to avoid? I want to make it clear that the only person laughing right now is Anna's boyfriend. (laughs) Um, My parents' relationship was uh, positive in the sense that um, it allowed me to work through hating men. And uh, so for a long time, I, I, I did not trust men and uh, had, to, had to deal with that head on. And uh, now I feel very happy and uh, well-rounded for that. And I think sometimes when you don't have that experience, you end up in relationships that are really horrible. Um, you know, you have to learn for yourself that there are really awful people. That was a very there. good answer. It was Thanks. sincere. It That's helps the kids out. If we were in a rambunctious room and I was wasted, I would have made a dick joke when you said the word head. <laughs> but we're not in that well, room. We're, not, yeah. we're in a very serious room. That's good advice. Thanks. Uh, do you watch Louie? No. Oh, okay. Well, that ended that. You're really bad at improv. You're going to play some music. <laughs> the whole yes and thing, you get it? You know what yes and is? Yeah, no, I don't. Seriously? I don't think we're, so. We're, we're, welcome to the Second City, Anna. I <laughs> took your $3,000 check. I'm a car. Now elaborate. Go. Oh, you're really bad at this. I'm okay, really that's why you're this. a musician. I am not an actor. I am not a comedian by any means. And, uh, yeah, I don't live in Lombard, so all this is just... Yeah, this is not the show for it's you. not the show for me. Not at all. But you're going to play some music. <laughs> play Ladies some and gentlemen, music. stick around for Anna Salties, everybody. Thank you for listening to you, you, me, them, everybody. Did you also know that? In addition addition to you, me, them, everybody, we also produce you, me, them, everybody presents every Monday and Tuesday nights at the Hungry Brain, 2319 West Belmont, 21 and and full lineup at youmethemeverybody.com. Uh, This first song is called Little Rain. So live your life today. Don't wait around for tomorrow. Predicting a little rain will only bring you sorrow. I don't believe in sorrow I don't believe in pain I only believe in people going a little insane So put your heart to rest Let love be your only test Love all the people you see And all the people you want to be It ain't that hard, my friend To live a life that's full and free Just look inside yourself love only you can say
sing a little rap. Well, only bring you sorrow. Thank you. It's very interesting following up an act from Lombard. Uh, this next song I'm going to play is called Little Bug, and it's uh, our first release. Sitting all through me, this tiny little bug you see. This little buddy I know well, he's always casting evil spells. I can't rest until you've gone away. 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 Say no through me, this tiny little bug you see. This little buddy I know well, he's always casting evil spells. I can't rest until you've gone away. 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 Goes up as far as he can go to where he's headed, I don't know. These things are always hard to tell, and I ain't feeling so well. I can't rest until you've gone away. 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 La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 I can't rest until you've gone away 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 say no through me this tiny little bug you see Little buddy, I know well, he's always casting evil spells. I can't rest until you've gone away. Away, 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 away. Has anyone here heard of Karen Dalton? We had a Karen Dalton event here. Shut up. Damn, I should have been here. Well, I wish I would have heard about it. It would have been nine. Uh, she, yeah, she was an amazing singer. Um, she played in New York with Bob Dylan and uh, 
I heard I, I, I heard of her in Berlin. I was sitting in Berlin on a couch, and somebody put this record on, and it just blew my mind. This woman sounded like she was like a a hundred pounds or uh, two hundred pounds, and uh, this black heavy set woman. And I looked at the cover, and it was this tiny little Irish girl, and she had the voice of just it's an amazing voice, and uh, she really moved me. This is before I started playing. I just started playing about five five six years ago, and um, I got all her albums and listened to all her stuff, and I wrote this song for her. And she, she ended up dying of a drug overdose um, in an alley somewhere in New York, so it's quite unfortunate. But I do encourage you to look her up and um, check out her music. She's beautiful stuff, but this song is called Lone Blues, and it's uh, for Karen Dalton. to come back home Lonely blues I'll wait for you It always seems to be that way I see your face then my blues goes away Lonely blues Where have you gone? Now you tell me that you must go away Now you tell me that you just can't stay And my blues, my blues, my blues Are here to stay Now that my blues are here to stay I'm gonna have fun my own special way Lonely blues, welcome home Thank you so much for coming out. Thanks for having me. Um, this is such a pleasure. And Brandon, you're doing such nice work getting all these talented people together and, you know, on a Monday night. This is a French song. Au clair de la lune, mon ami Pierrot, près 
Tais-moi ta plume pour écrire un mort Ma chandelle est morte, je n'ai plus de feu Ouvrez-moi ta porte pour l'amour de Dieu Ou au clair de la lune, Pierre répondait Je n'ai pas de plume, je suis dans mon lit Va chez la voisine, je crois qu'elle y est Car dans sa cuisine, on bat le briquet Ou au clair de la lune, les meubles au bain Frappent chez la brune qui répond soudain Qui frappe de la sorte, il dit à son tour Ouvrez votre porte, oh Dieu de l'amour Ou au clair de la lune, on n'y voit qu'un peu On cherche à la plume, on cherche à du feu En cherchant de la sorte, je ne sais pas qu'on trouve Mais je sais que la porte sur eux se ferma Au clair de la lune, mon ami Pierrot, prêtez-moi ta plume pour écrire un mot. Ma chandelle est morte, je n'ai plus de feu. Ouvrez-moi ta porte pour l'amour de Dieu. That song is actually, um, it's a lullaby from the 1800s that the French kids sing. And I kind of turned it into my own song. Um, but ba does anyone here speak French? Do you know this song? Au clair de la lune. Mon ami Pierrot. Yeah, you know that one. Do you know what they're talking about? No. It's the weirdest story. It's the weirdest lullaby. Basically, this guy's like... Um, You know, in the moonlight, um, I'm sitting in my bed and I, I have an idea and I'd really like to write it down, but I have no light and I have no pen. So he all freaks out and he's like, I'll go to my neighbor's, you know, or to, I'll go to my roommate's room and, and, and grab a, a pen and some paper or, uh, and, and some light, you know, maybe I can write this idea down. And so he goes to, the, to his uh, roommate's room and says, yo, I, I need some paper. Do you have any light? And he's like, dude, I'm sleeping. You know, go to the neighbor's house. Maybe they have something. So he runs downstairs, goes to the neighbor's house, knocks on the door, you know, all frantically. The neighbors open the door. He's like, listen, I'm looking for a pen. I'm, I'm, do you have light? Do you do something? I need to write this idea down. So they look through the house. You know, they don't find anything, and they end up just slamming the door in his face. 
and um, that's it. <laughs> that's the end of the story. So it's uh, it's I, I I'm quite I like the idea that kids go around singing this song. Like you know maybe not everything is going to go your way. Um, so I quite fell in love with it when I learned it as an adult and really kind of figured out what it meant. Um, I'm going to do one more song for you guys, and I'm going to put my guitar down. Um, I wrote this song, Driving in a Car. Uh, I, used to, I used to be in this band, and I, I drove out to Indiana once a week, um, an hour, hour and 15-minute drive. And on the drive back this one day, I wrote this song in the car. And, um, yeah, I guess it kind of sounds like I might have written it in a car. But uh, it also involves snapping, so if you guys want to snap along with me, that'll make me feel really nice. Well, let's go driving to the other side of town. Well, let's go driving. To the other side of town Where you may find Just a little peace of mind Well, let's go driving for a night or two Cause, baby, I want to drive with you My feet are so tired And my shoes are worn My feet are so tired and my shoes are worn. Well, let's go driving to the other side of town. Well, let's go driving for a night or two. Because, baby, I want to drive with you. When I play this with my drummer, he does this amazing drum solo here. It goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Well, let's go driving to the other side of town. Well, let's go driving to the other side of town where you may find just a little peace of mind. Well, let's go driving for a night or two because, baby, I want to drive with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. That was really pretty. The only thing that could have made that better is Claudio coming in going, Tamales! Which will probably happen right now. Little Bug, that song Little Bug, if this was 1993, that would have got you an opening slot for Belly. It's a compliment. I think it would have been a good fit. Also, that French song can't exist because now teens have smartphones. It illuminates the room. You're very good. Everyone tonight, present company excluded, was very, very good. Esmeralda was fantastic. Not only is she a great co-host, she's a great bartender, everybody. <laughs> tip her like you're... I was going to say tip her like you're rich, but don't. Just tip her like you have a sense of self, and that means well. I used to deliver pizzas, and whenever we'd go to, I'd have to go to the nicest neighborhoods, I got the lowest tips. And whenever I had to go to the worst neighborhoods, I got the best tips. So, I don't know. You never know. You know? You never know. That's what the show's about. Pizza delivery tips. God damn, someone was great. Go to the hideout on Friday and see her. Um, Think Tank is amazing, and they make me happy that 
they do what they do, and Anna is delightful. Do you have anything for sale or no? You're a real artist. That's she says no. Um, you've all been absolutely fantastic. Thanks for coming, and have a wonderful night. Follow us on Twitter at YMTE. Friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash youmethemeverybody. And for details on Monday and Tuesday nights at The Hungry Brain, go to youmethemeverybody.com.